It's Tuesdays with Aaron. Here's Jason Wilde with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Wisconsin. It is Tuesdays with Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers show with Packers quarterback and audio expert Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, how are you? I'm good. I'm just trying to get this uh, fiddling over there balance right here. You keep uh, messing with it all the time. Yeah, I, it, it gets used for other things. All right, so as we said last week, your schedule on Tuesdays has changed a bit. Uh, so you're a little pressed for time today. You said you got 20 minutes. Do I need to set my timer on my iPhone for I this? have 20 good minutes. 20 good minutes. Well, of yes. course. But do I need to do it like I Like my I give... boy Kornheiser. He gives, you know, five good minutes on yeah. uh That's your guy, Kornheiser. Yeah. All right, well, good ones. Should I start like when I give Madison or Sydney a timeout? Should I start the timer for? What's your usual timeout length for your kids? We go by uh, their age. So if you're two years old, you get two minutes. If you're three years old, you get three minutes. Does she ever say to you the line from Mighty Ducks? Two minutes, well worth it. <laughs> no, but she hits a nice knuckle puck. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start the timer. So we're ready. Um, let's start. I got a couple things I wanted to talk with you, and I promise. Uh, I will not be smug or negative this week. I'll just be less long-winded than usual. Here, I'm going to write that down real quick. All right, that's a promise. You should get a pen if you're going to write it down. Um, first of all, the discount double check came out in between our programs. Uh, how did you feel it went, and could we see a series of Saturday Night Live skits in our future from State Farm? Can I plan on seeing you on uh, Celebrity Jeopardy or something next? That would kind of be my dream. Yeah. The Celebrity Jeopardy uh, skits have always been uh, at, at the top of my favorite list. I mean, there's so many incredible ones that the SNL has done over the years. Um, the the super fans, I mean, being a, a Michael Jordan fan growing up, right? You couldn't help but enjoy uh, when Michael went on uh, and you know on SNL and this and the super fans had him in there and we're talking to him about how. He should just play all the other teams in the Olympics by himself. Or what if it was him and a certain coach, Ditka? You know, still unfair. So to get to work with uh, with Robert and and George was was a blast. I mean, those guys are extremely funny. We had a great time. Obviously, State Farm has just been a great partner to work with, and they always bring some really uh, incredible um, talent to the set and some incredibly talented and creative writers. Uh, an incredible director. Um, so it, it was fun to work on. There's going to be probably some more uh, some more coming out here shortly. Some more interactions with the Bears-Chicago super fans. Yeah, but it's, there's no Chicago Bears on it. It's just uh, you, you see the colors. I maybe. understand. I yeah. I know. There's there's certain trademarks and such involved. There, and you know what? It was great to see Adrian as well. He's the, uh, hey, Rogers. <laughs> yeah. He... Uh, He's incredible. He keeps the the cast and crew in in stitches by his uh, um, all the things he tries. I mean, he probably did uh, thirty takes of funny things uh, as for his two second snippet of him uh, on the wing. There is that filmed in an actual like airplane that's been gutted, or is that filmed like in a studio? How did that work? Yeah, there was uh, that that was filmed in in Milwaukee. Um, we had the opportunity to work uh, at a at a kind of a warehouse type uh, okay. setting where there was the the plane set up there, and um, it's a lot of fun. Um, it made me wonder though, when's the last time you sat in a middle seat in coach? 
And do you have like your worst travel story of all? I mean, you travel a lot. You used to travel as more of a commoner like the rest of us. Do you have any bad travel stories? I've got a bunch of bad travel stories. I was on the plane one time in Chicago, and we sit on the runway for over three hours uh, in uh, some high winds. And I was—I remember listening to. Uh, there was one of the lines you could listen to the air traffic controllers, and they said, "All right." Uh, you know, United Flight uh, 5, whatever, whatever. You can turn your engines off. You're number 22 in the lineup. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be a long night. I think I was traveling back to the West Coast on, like, a, a long weekend or something. And we get up in the air. And so it's late. I mean, three and a half hours on the runway. We're just sitting there. Next thing you know, uh, I'm awoken to, on the last uh, excuse me, passengers, is there a uh, doctor on board? Two rows back, this lady's having like a heart attack issue. Now, thankfully, she was just had kind of like a panic attack, and but I thought they're gonna have to take the plane down, and there was gonna be some weird situation there. So that was one. Another one that. Do you know CPR? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, uh, I was landing in Portland to see uh, my buddies up in Portland, and the plane's brakes didn't engage all the way, and we literally went down the runway forever. Uh, and that was scary because you have the natural um, reactions like, okay, we kind of should be stopping now. We should be slowing down. What's going on here? It's going a little longer. And then next thing you know, you're like, this this isn't good. This is, Something's wrong here. And you hear the sirens right away. They were racing down. And I'm like, are we on fire right now? What's going on? Is nobody else panicked? I was at a window seat. I'm looking outside like, why are there four fire trucks and three ambulances going on? What's going to happen here? And then, so something had happened, obviously, with the brakes, uh, but we had come to a stop eventually. I mean, it must have been. Luckily, that the runway that we landed on was very long. Um, but uh, we had to be towed back, and that took uh, a long time. I was just, at that point, you're very thankful for your safety. The uh, other thing that I wanted to ask you about um Ryan Braun is calling Brewers season ticket holders and apologizing to them. It's not a robocall. It's not pre-recorded. He's apparently actually calling them. Did you get any of those calls? I have. I haven't got one of those calls. Okay. Um, the other news is that disappointing to you? No. Okay. Um, the other news is that he has pulled him. He has stepped aside from the Surge Restaurant Group and Eight Twelve. Now, does that mean that you are already politicking? Tim Mastay to take over the eights. Is there going to be a ginger Wolverine burger on the menu? What's uh, where do things stand with with the restaurant? Maybe Larry Sanders. He He's decided an, a, an extension. Yeah. Yes, yeah. good uh, choice. Very happy for uh, for my bucks there. Um, getting, getting Just don't Larry. let him do any of the spelling on the menu because apparently "receive" didn't work out so well on the tattoo. Okay, I before E except after except on his hand. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know what? I was thinking on that note that the burger that did so well at Curly's might be a good addition to any future restaurant endeavors that I do. Yeah. Stay we'll, tuned. Okay. So you will uh, you'll update us as things progress yes. there. Uh, let's talk a little football before the shot clock winds down. We um, we talked about travel. I'm guessing that the travel back from San Francisco wasn't a, exactly a fun flight. We've we haven't done many. Post-loss shows. I think this is the ninth one. You're 27 and nine since the radio show started. Does this only are, you would keep that stat? Our losses 
all the same, or this one, whether it's your feelings about the 49ers or the rivalry that's developing there, does this one bother you a little bit more? Well, they all bother you. They have to if you're a competitor. Uh, you have to find that balance of being able to uh, to watch the film, be critical, and move forward and focus on the next opponent. That's what, a, you know, thankfully a, a loss early in the season uh, and not in the playoffs allows you to do. Obviously the playoff losses, you know, that's the end of the season, and that's very difficult. We've had... Uh, two of those on the road in, in my time, and those are extremely difficult road trips. We've also had three road victories in the in the playoffs, and those are we had those those three uh, in the Super Bowl year, and those are some of the most incredible flights back, um, as is any regular season game when you win on the road. It's an incredible feeling to uh, go in a hostile environment, environment and win. Uh, Sunday we had a chance to win in a tough environment uh, at a field with a lot of history. Uh, between uh, both those teams, and we came up uh, came up short there. When you look at the rivalry that it is developing there, I mean, it certainly looked like you guys don't like each other very much at this point. You had the hit by Clay. You had Ahmad Brooks, who um, put a bit of a shot on you as well. How do you view kind of the the rivalry there and, and whether or not that's developing into something a little more intense than than just the garden variety matchup? I think it's two really good football teams, and I think uh, the the NFC West especially is developing uh, a reputation of being uh, some, some very tough physical football teams. You saw the preseason game against Seattle that got obviously chippy, and there were some, some big-time hits. Uh, we've played San Francisco now a few years in a row, and it's been some very uh, very tough physical football games. and. I think there's uh, respect on, on both sides and, and uh, some tough competitors. Um, you know, it's a team that uh, we'd love to see in the postseason. You know, I think that uh, it's two great football teams. It's it's a great way to open the season for the for the NFL and obviously would love to go down there and get a win. But, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, there's some definitely definitely some things to build on and at the same time some things we gotta we got to clean up. Jim Harbaugh has said a lot of things, especially the last few days. Uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, his last line of his press conference was, we're going to stay above it. It, it, it. How you guys do things or what? Well, I just, as far as that goes, you know, I appreciate that, that Mike uh, has done a good job of, uh, you know, let let it be about the players, and and you know he understands his role as a, as a head coach, but the players are the ones that go between the lines and and uh, and play the game, and it should be it should be about the players. Um, Clay is an incredible teammate and player. Now back to more of Tuesdays with Aaron. Your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers. Here's Jason Wildey. What are you doing over there? You're the sound guy. I did not do that. I'm going to blame. Nor did I pick this music here. I'm blaming Jim Harbaugh for this. Come on, fish. This is one of your uh, best answers ever, and no one will ever hear it. Um, So anyway, moving on. I don't know what the last thing is people heard. I don't either, but uh, yeah. We'll, it was great. Uh, let's go, sure it was. Let's go inside the helmet, uh, and let's talk about a few of the plays from the 49ers game. And I want to start with, you told us last week that you weren't going to be running any read option. 
that appeared to be a little read option-y, that uh, naked bootleg, whatever that dangerous play was that you ran to the open side. It was just vintage read option right there. Take us through. I got the ball, and I decided to keep it and then run really fast <laughs> or felt like I was running fast. <laughs> it wasn't too complex there. All right, it now was what, third so and one. Really I'll get into it. All it was right, third right. and one. Uh, they were bringing a safety down, and I just pulled it. So wait, so the call is what? I can't give away all the secrets. Come You're on. asking me to give it's away way too many secrets. It's not uncouted anymore. You did it. I'd never done that before, so I did it. Okay, but you—that was not the play call. That was something that you, like, a, that was that was a run pass option. You took the option of you running. Maybe. Okay. Thanks for breaking that one down. There's two others that I want to get to. The first one, the throw that you made to Jordy on the sideline where he, I don't know how he kept his feet in to make that catch. Um, afterward, he said that you put, he thought you put the ball right where you wanted it. I wanted That's to ask, very nice of him. Isn't that nice Very of him? nice. Um, so take us through not only the play, but but where you put the ball and, and what he did to make that a 30-some yard completion. Uh, he's pretty incredible. I mean, uh, uh, somebody asked me afterwards, uh, you know, what do you think about the way Jordy played? And I said, I wasn't surprised. Um, and that was no disrespect uh, to Jordy. It was just that, you know, and, and not trying to take credit away from him, but, I mean, he's an incredible receiver. I mean, he's um, he's done this for us for a long time. And he made two incredible catches in week one. I mean, and then the other guy who everybody was worried about us having continuity issues, uh, beyond St. Page, Randall made some amazing catches as well. Both with 100 yards, first time since the Houston game that you had two guys go over 100 yards in the same game. Yeah, but back to Jordy's catch. I mean, the first one down their sideline, as we were going right to the left from our bench, uh, I put it exactly where I wanted it. Uh, and and he made a really nice play with Namdi all over him. And the second one, as I rolled to my left, uh, escaped the pocket, got to my left, saw him. Uh, as you watch the film back, I felt like the safety uh, didn't have – he was retreating a little bit, and his eyes were on Jordy when, in fact, he was kind of square-shouldered. And as I looked back inside, probably could have thrown the ball over the top uh, to Jordy, who was being guarded by Terrell Brown on that play. Uh, nevertheless – I put the ball probably about four feet outside of where I wanted it to, in in all in all actuality. Uh, however, uh, unbelievable catch to the point of, at first glance, I didn't think he caught it because I didn't think there was any way he could have got both his feet down. So I was yelling at our guys to get up and let's get a play snap. Let's make them make a decision on whether or not they want to challenge that. Now Jordy gave me the thumbs up like he caught it. Right? I've seen that thumbs up before from other people. Uh, and it hasn't maybe been a catch. Obviously, he was telling the truth there. Uh, but unbelievable play. Um, he also made a tough catch when he took a shot in the uh, in the stomach uh, on our, I believe, it was our one of our drives in the third quarter there, two minute drive or or the, or the two minute drive. It was going left to right, um, and then a great catch for the touchdown uh, on a uh, a ball that was coming hot. So he played great. Randall obviously made some big plays for us and. And, you know, I thought Jermichael did some really nice things as well. So got to find a way to get uh, James some more opportunities because he's a dynamic receiver for us. Uh, the way the way that the coverages and, the, um, and they were playing us, 
there were just some more opportunities for uh, for Jordy and Randall, but uh, I know James is going to be a big part of our offense. How is James when something like that happens in a game? He was he was awesome. You know, he was he was great. Uh, he's a guy who runs every route to win. Um, I'm just really proud of him as a teammate. Uh, he's unselfish. Uh, obviously, he wants the ball. I mean, uh, he's a receiver. He's a dynamic player. He knows what he can add to this team. Uh, Got to give him some more opportunities, and uh, we'll, we'll look for those those opportunities. It depends on matchups a lot of times, and um, you know, and and the type of route that he's running. And there were just more opportunities inside, um, and. I'm not worried about James. I know he's he knows the ball is going to come his way this season, and I know he's going to make those plays. I had one more play I wanted to get to, but before that, I was watching another game before you guys kicked off. I'm, I won't say which one, but I was thinking about when you told us about timing of throws and being pinpoint accurate about it so you don't get guys hurt. Um, you had the throw to Randall where he kind of took a shot after he made the catch. Is that the kind of play you're talking about if you're a half second later he could really get hit hard or if you're not right where you want the ball it could get ugly for him definitely and and that was a play in watching the film back yesterday i wish i'd been a half just a half tick quicker um when you watch the the feet i, I wasn't uh i wasn't necessarily late but he ran such a good route and and he got bowman to jump on it so quickly that uh if I had anticipated him being as wide open as he was, it would have helped him with a chance to have some some yards after the catch had I gotten the ball to him earlier. But um, it's great when you put a ball um, on a guy and he takes a, a shot when you see him get up really quick. I mean, that uh, makes you feel a little better, and you, you try not to put him in that situation again. But uh, he ran a great route. He's obviously... Uh, talented, talented player. The uh, the other play I wanted to ask you about was the interception that Jermichael bobbled, but not necessarily because of the way that play went on the receiving end, but A, that you went and specifically told him you were coming back to him, and then B, um, is that really a good idea to chase down the guy with the interception the way you did? I think there's, there's probably some opinions about that, uh, mostly within the organization that maybe that's not a good play. Uh <laughs> It's in my defense. I would just say uh, two things. One, it's tough to not be competitive when when you're a strong competitor. Uh, I hate uh, throwing interceptions, and a pick six to me is uh, unacceptable. One in my career, and I've made a few tackles inside the ten. Those aren't what I want to do, but uh, I'd do anything not to give up a pick six because that's directly giving the other team crazy momentum um the second was if you watch me on the play i start walking the first two steps that wasn't sulking or lazy that was i saw him get touched down right and i waited for the whistle now as he started running i thought to myself i need to be in position uh about two steps into that thinking i realized i was going to be the last line of defense so i took an angle to meet him uh at the proper proper point, and I got on my work I got on my horse, and <laughs> I saw Terrell Brown and just tried to throw my body into him. It wasn't pretty, but somehow my legs got tangled with his, and he came down. Would you rate that above in terms of tackling quality? The one you had on Urlacher in the NFC Championship game? No, Urlacher one was better. Bigger? You I think, think so? You think yeah, it was better? Yeah, it looked. You barely at, got him. 
But it looked a tad more athletic. I mean, the one the other day was just looked physical to me. Yeah, the, the New Orleans ones was that was kind of physical. The uh, the point of going back to Jermichael and telling him, "Hey, I'm going to come to a big fella." Why is that important? I just wanted him to know that, uh, like I like I told him, uh, you know, Saturday that he was going to be a guy I was looking for a lot in the game. Um, I wanted to make sure he knew that the ball was coming to him early and often, and that it wasn't going to stop coming his way. So uh, he obviously uh, played a big role for us in the game. Our uh, technical issues threw us off, so quickly, 10-second answer. The uh, play where Willis comes on the blitz and Bowman slides over and gets a tiny, tiny bit of that ball to Jermichael, uh, is that a big play if he doesn't make that play? Yeah, it looks like he's one-on-one with the safety, and the first down is uh, it's going to happen for sure. So that's that's the difference in winning and losing. Yeah, sometimes that's uh, that was a big play. The um, the Washington Redskins scouting report. I don't know how much of the game you watched last night. Uh, I, don't I know saw how... some of it. There was a big tennis match on last night though as well. So yeah. I was trying to. You're a big tennis guy. I didn't know that. I'm a lover of all sports. I know you are. You're a sports fan. Um, how much film have you even got? How much do you watch when they played last night? I mean, I know you've been here all day. Yeah, but, but there's there's plenty of film to uh, to watch. There's preseason film. There's there's cut ups from last year. Right. And uh, this is a, this is a very well coached football team, a team with uh, a lot of veteran uh, leaders and uh, and guys with years on them uh, who are playing at a high level, and then also some an influx of uh, of young guys as well. I think it's a it's a very talented team, a team that. Uh, is going to be coming in here hungry. We're both 0-1, looking for our first win of the season. Um, interesting to see how uh, some of the injuries shake out. Obviously, I mean, we know when you're playing on a Monday night, um, it's different with a short week. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. It's a team with a dynamic offense that we need to make sure we're scoring points and keeping the ball away from them. Kind of like Philly did last night, running 50-some-odd plays in the first half. Um, I'm not sure if our guys can handle 50 plays at this point. We'd like to think at some point maybe we could, but... Uh, you know, we we had the ball for 21 minutes uh, and change in week one, and you see what happens. It just puts a lot of stress on the defense. We got to even that thing up and take advantage of of that stat. And if we can do that, uh, then we're going to put ourselves in a position to win a game. But it's okay to score quickly. It's just the five three and outs that are the greater issue. Even if you get one or two first downs on a drive, right? Yeah, totally. I and mean, that's what we talked about. I mean, very inconsistent five three and outs four. Uh, 62 plus yard scoring drives, right? 62, 80, 70 something, and 69 or something like that. Those are great drives, but you just can't have the inconsistency of the, of the three and outs. That just kills your momentum and, and puts your defense right back on the field. You said you wanted more questions from Ask Aaron uh, tweets and fewer from me. Our technical problems. We only have time for three. The first one uh, comes from Keva, who says. Um, your thoughts and impressions of the Eagles and Coach Kelly's debut last night. I mean, you played in the Pac-10. That was before Chip Kelly got there. But that was something to watch when it was really humming, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just going to say two comments about about that. One is uh, I love the formation where they had three offensive linemen and then an offensive lineman split out wide next to the receivers. That was one of the formations I actually used in my uh, my powder puff uh, days as, as a coach. Uh, at that point, we had one line woman and uh, one line woman each to each side. Uh, 
Was this a Cal? No, this was in high school. I coached junior and senior. We lost my junior to the seniors, and my senior we won against the juniors. Very proud of that. Shout out to any of my former Powder Puff girls listening right now. They probably aren't. But uh, so anyway, I was uh, excited about that formation. And second, another shout out to the uh, the best coast in Northern California, Jeffrey Mail. I think his name is yep. Jeff Mail. Uh, I got that right, didn't I? Yeah, former duck. Yes. Uh, went to Paradise High School, which is, uh, as those Paradise people know, it, it's a slice of heaven up there just above Chico. So I'm very proud of uh, of him. He'd been on the Houston Texans practice squad, I believe, for a couple of years, and good to see him in the uniform last night. And, and the Eagles ran a lot of plays and looked impressive. The uh, other two questions for Ask Aaron, you can tweet those at us using the hashtag Ask Aaron. We'll have more next week when we're not as pressed for time because of our technical problems. This one from Tony. You quoted Tombstone last week. What is your favorite quote from that movie, and what is your favorite Western of all time? Is it Tombstone or something else? Yeah, well, I just want to clear something up. Because of the question, I know the exact line. I couldn't say it exactly based on the question that was asked to me. So anybody out there saying, you didn't quote it right, Uh, I got you. I know uh, what the quote is. That would have been me. When I was in college, I watched uh, basically two movies on my little, I think it was about a 13 to 15-inch TV that had a built-in VCR. Awesome. Sweet. And I would watch uh, Tombstone and Rudy. Uh, This was uh, pre-Tom Clements telling me. The real uh, story about some of the, that, that movie. That's not really here. Oh, you're there. not going to ruin that for us, are <laughs> no, you? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, but I not. would watch Tombstone and Rudy, uh, unless uh, our uh, the the cleaning uh, people would come in and uh, interrupt your sleep sometimes on my Tuesdays and Thursdays when I had those off. But other than that, those are my two movies. So my back to Tombstone. Uh, big Sam Elliott fan, obviously. Love uh, love Sam. His mustache. Um, his role in uh, in that movie as Virgil is unbelievable. Uh, Doc Holliday has some incredible lines in that movie. Um, I, I have to go with, if I were to pick my favorite line, there's just so many incredible ones. But the the back and forth between Johnny Ringo and, and Doc, um, you know, which starts with Invino Veritas, um, when they're speaking in Latin, and then the, the sheriff comes over and says, you know, we don't need any trouble in any language. Uh, I thought it was a very, very classy line there, so... That is my favorite Western. I am a big John Wayne fan as well. Uh, John Wayne in any Western is uh, pretty incredible. You inspired me to see that movie finally with your quote. I do like the exchange that comes after that where he says, Wyatt Earp is my friend, and the other guy says, Hell, oh, yeah, I got a lot of friends. I don't. I don't. Uh, finally, by the creek, the, uh, walking on water. Indeed. Uh, the final question, which it's funny you bring up facial hair, because I know you're involved with the uh, Movember movement. Yeah, yeah. This comes from Sean. He says, throughout October, the NFL does a great job of raising awareness for breast cancer. With September being Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, do you wish the NFL would use their platform to do more to raise awareness for other diseases and causes? Obviously, childhood cancer is something you're close to because of your relationship with the Mac Fund. So, yeah, can you tell me what the well, question Well, apparently that I and and he wants he, he wonders why the NFL doesn't could do more the NFL to, pick a a chair, you know, a charitable cause every month, I guess is what Sean's asking. But more importantly, you know, we probably need to do a better job if September's childhood cancer awareness month and we weren't necessarily aware of that. Well, I think the NFL does does a lot for for charity, so um I'm not upset about anything that they're doing. I think um, them working along with the PA has done a good job of um, you know, finding those charitable organizations and 
uh, and teaming with them and, and raising funds uh, an incredible amount. All the stuff that we wear um, in October, that all goes to auction right. and the proceeds, uh, which have to be significantly large, go to uh, breast cancer, I believe breast cancer uh, charities right. um, and, and awareness and, and research and stuff. So I think they're doing a great job with that. It's fun to um, to support that. Uh, cancer touches all of us in, in different ways, either directly or indirectly, and um, I think uh, they're doing a good job. Have you ever gotten fined? Because doesn't the fine money go to charity too? Yeah, like I haven't gotten your socks wrong or anything. I have. I have not gotten fined. At one time, I've I've been told. I think I had low whites. Maybe you have to have a certain amount of white and green on your socks showing. Really? Uh, I was. I, I was a little confused by that. I, I think I've worn my uniform pretty similar in the last, uh, I don't know, eight or nine years. Yeah. So. Well, sorry that we uh, didn't fit the 20-minute window. We will make sure there's no technical difficulties next week. Thanks, Fish. I hope you're not too late for your uh, next appointment, but thanks I for am. making Thank time you. for us. Well, what, can we blame Punctuality is obviously not one of your uh How is this on me? Qualities. You're the guy sitting by the machine. I didn't touch anything over here. Okay, well. All I'm saying is, if you want to be the guy that's in charge of the audio, we can't have any mistakes. We will uh, do this again next week, hopefully without technical problems. This has been the Aaron Rodgers Show.